Hi, I'm Gemma Myrna and welcome to episode two of my brand new Mind and Wellness podcast. In this series, we'll hear about experiences from a variety of guests and experts and I'll share some of my own stories, all with the aim to improve your everyday life. Last time we looked at stress and how often it's underplayed in regards to how serious it is and how it can be too late before people realise the danger it can cause. In this episode, we'll have a focus on how fitness, nutrition and simple exercise choices can reduce stress, clear the mind and make the body recharge. We welcome Stephen Gordon with over 15 years as a personal trainer and more recently building the brand Gym on the Square in Edinburgh. He's the perfect person to chat to all things fitness. The Mind and Wellness Podcast with Gemma Murna. Hi, Stephen, and thank you so much for being part of our Mind and Wellness podcast. So you are here to talk to us about fitness and nutrition. So tell me a little bit about how you got into the industry. I have been in the industry now for 15 years almost. So yeah, I started off playing football and then I went into working in a commercial gym, learning to become a personal trainer. So worked in a commercial gym for quite a long time, which was great kind of my apprenticeship of the fitness world. And then I started to go into Mm. personal training later on. One thing led to another and then decided to then take things a little step further recently by opening a premises. Yeah, so tell us about your gym that you've opened. Yeah, so me and my wife, Jenna, we have a gym called Gym on the Square, which is... I love the name, can I just say? Yeah. (laughs) I really love it. Really simple. It's on Charlotte Square in Edinburgh, bang in the city centre of Edinburgh, two minutes from the castle. It's right next to First Minister's house. So it's a really nice place to be, nice and green and stuff. So we opened this gym about six, seven months ago. So as I say, I worked in a commercial gym for a long time. And one of the things I noticed was there wasn't really much community with my members. Mm. I would just train someday, they would leave. So I wanted to have somewhere where it wasn't a big gym. People weren't scared to come in and they, they can have that personal experience and not be in somewhere which is intimidating and just learn, learn how to get fit, learn how to train, nutrition, but also have a lot of fun at the same time. I feel like they're part of something. I trained as a personal trainer and I worked in a commercial gym and, you know, I had amazing clients. I had such a great time with the client for like that hour, but the rest of the atmosphere just didn't feel right for me. And I had a lot of female clients as Mm -hmm. well and they felt really intimidated within that gym. Even I felt intimidated within that gym, being a personal trainer, using certain weights or I think it's amazing what you have created because it's all about community. We've done that at Mind and Wellness is built this community and it is the best feeling in the world to be part of something with your gym you're bringing fitness nutrition a community but you do a lot of boot camps and things like that don't you our main thing is small group personal training so that's our main point of the gym and we have added things because we have charlotte square which is the most amazing garden in the city center so we've added a boot camp in there every saturday morning there's a boot camp we also have a walking club which two or three of our members actually came up to us so our members are really really close now so they came up to me and they said we would like to start a walking club Mm -hmm. we would like to help other members especially people that are new because a lot of people who come to the gym maybe have only moved here within the last few months Mm -hmm. so it's getting to know edinburgh getting to know the outskirts members who are looking to actually help other members which is that's lovely fantastic. that's really lovely I do love all these walking clubs I wish there was somewhere close like that for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to come the fact that you're moving your body but you're not just like 
going to the gym and you're not just kind of going, I've got to just get this workout in yeah. and that's it. Because my experience from, you know, I'm 38 years of age, so I come from that world in my 20s of just going to the gym all the time, not eating enough food, but to look a certain way. And it was only really last year and I had to train for the marathon. I had an online coach and we had to really look at my nutrition, how much I was fueling myself. And it's yeah. the first time that I had a goal other than aesthetic look. Yeah. I think I would have probably give up if it wasn't the fact that I had a marathon to run. Yeah. And it unlocked something in my brain where I was like, I have to eat the correct food to achieve this yeah. goal. And also the way it was making my mind feel, and because obviously I'm obsessed with the mind, as, yeah. as you know, with all the meditation, I was more alert, more focused. I was getting out doing this training that I needed to do. And I was feeling so much stronger in myself. I think for me, it was a real moment where it completely unlocked that I started to think about fitness and well-being in a different way not the way you should look with your body that it should be implemented into my daily life because I enjoy it and it makes me happy so that's what I always try and give to my mind and wellness members and I feel like that's kind of where you guys are coming from isn't it very similar to you I mean at all through my 20s it was probably for more of a going to the gym for a vanity reason I think it was just that time yeah I was going to nightclubs I was that was probably all the wrong reasons but I think I had to get through that Mm. to then realize that it's more than just the training it's about feeling yourself right having structure in your life I don't know where I would be right now if I never had exercise nutrition lifestyle structure that I have in my life and we're trying to teach all our members that they need this because it helps in every aspect of your life doesn't it with your family with your work the things you eat energy levels sleep they're all linked It's not just the physical appearance that a lot of people think it is. I totally agree. I think years ago, people exercised to lose weight. That's another thing as well, isn't it? The kind of losing weight, and especially for females. I can only speak on my behalf and what my experience is, but I always went to the gym to lose weight, where now I go to the gym because I want to get stronger. It's a completely different outlook on it. So I think there's been a massive shift over the past couple Mm -hmm. of years, especially I would say from COVID as well, because people got more into exercise and realised that going out for a walk was incredible and it was the only thing they could do in their day to make them feel good. So people fell in love with movement all over again, didn't they? The nutrition side of thing, it's just you learn what is good for you and not have, I always find not having too much variety, like have like four breakfasts that you really like and you kind of know the calories, you know the macros, everything's always got protein in, but Mm. also carbohydrates and good fats, Mm. two litres of water a day. But is there anything else that you kind of give tips with on that? I personally just think just making things as easy for you as you possibly can. I love going on a Sunday with my daughter. She's in the little trolley. We go around and we make stuff as easy for us as possible. We do a weekly shop. Yeah. We buy simple things, porridge in the morning or eggs. Like it's nothing fancy. Like I am the worst cook on earth. Things I have for lunch, like chicken, rice and veg, just like really simple. I think just make it as easy for you as you possibly can. Always have water with you. Just having a bit of structure, maybe even write down or log, Mm. log what you're eating. So you have a bit more, look at the back of packets. Just keep things simple for you because we all have hectic lives. Even working as a trainer, I don't have time at night to be sitting cooking for 50, 60 minutes. I've got a daughter, I've got a bath and bedtime to do. Also, like when you do log stuff, you realise that sometimes when you think things are naughty, 
they're not probably as naughty. And, yeah. and how do you feel about this naughty food and good food? Because I hate it. I hate having these labels on the food. And this is what I always try and say to my clients, you know, have a variety of yeah. food. You don't need to label things at all. I don't like calling things a diet. Like yes. I don't, I think it is a lifestyle. Yeah. We are here to enjoy food. Yep. Yeah, there is structure and, mm -hmm. and you need to work hard. If you're looking to lose weight, we need mm -hmm. to cut certain things out. But it is very important that you have parts of your week that you can spend time with your family and have a meal. Yeah. You've just got to have a bit of moderation in your mm. in your life. I think a lot of people think trainers and even athletes and things never eat bad mm. food or learning what's good, learning mm -hmm. what makes you feel good, learning the right times to eat them and when not to overdo it. But you yeah. need to have balance because if you don't have balance, then you're not going to stick totally to this agree. long term. When we eat with our family, it's like the best thing ever. Oh. So if that's like on a Saturday night when you know you get your favourite takeaway and, yeah. and like you sit down and you eat together and you talk about your week, that's an experience. Yeah. So you've got to have that and you can't cut it out and go, oh, I'm not doing that now because I'm on like a, a weight loss journey. Yeah. That takes your happiness away. Yeah. And that's why then people fall off these diets mm -hmm. because I really hate the word diet and how many people like when they, before they go on holiday go, I've got to train every day because I'm going away in two weeks. It should become a lifestyle. So if you are going away in two weeks, you're absolutely fine. You still feel good within yourself to get on the beach and to put your bikini on or whatever. But I love what you said there where you go around the supermarket with your daughter. How incredible is that, that you're teaching your daughter what food to get, how to eat for your lifestyle? She has only two and a half, but we literally like we park at the back of the supermarket, mm. try to get her steps in. She probably doesn't know what's going on, but like as the years go on, she'll start to learn. I think it's massively important because when I was at school, mm -hmm. the only two things I learned were how to cook an apple pie, yep. macaroni and cheese. Not really things that are going to mm. help me in my keeping fit and active. Mm. So Totally. And with you saying she's only two, she might not get it. She will get it because yeah. between one and seven, that's when we become the people we are yeah. because we run on programmes you are teaching your daughter that that's the way she will live her life. So even though she's only two, she's taking all that in. If somebody is on this fitness journey or is kind of looking for something to start, just to feel better, what are some of the tips you would give them? Well, don't be scared. Find the right place for you. So you mm. might have tried the gym before. You might not have enjoyed it. It just wouldn't have been the right environment for you. For you to succeed, you need to be around like-minded people. Yeah, So that's why that. we have created um, a kind of niche of like-minded people. They get on. Mm. So it makes it easier for somebody who's new to yeah. come in because we look for that certain type of person. So just because you've been to a gym before mm. or to an exercise class or a crazy boot camp with a sergeant major, not everywhere is that experience. So that's why we wanted to create an environment where it was safe for someone to come in. Yeah. There's help not only from us, but from all the other members there. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, so just don't be scared. Don't be scared to try a few different places, as well as you mentioned, like getting out, getting your steps in, getting yeah. some fresh air, thinking about taking some time for yourself yeah. rather than just work, work, work and family, family, family. Like you're important. You need to be high on your list of priorities or you can't perform the way you should perform. Totally agree with you. This is the whole thing that I've learned over my experience on this wellness journey. I think we've been brought up to always put ourselves last, to put everyone else first, but that just leads you to burnout. Yeah. Now, when we start putting ourselves first, and it's not selfish to do this, but when we take, you know, that half an hour a day for ourselves to do things that make us feel better, 
we become better people. Yeah. So our relationships flourish, our work flourishes because we're more focused, we're more on it, we're happier. And that just kind of ripples out into the world, doesn't it? Definitely. Far from life being perfect, like I probably work too much, spend a lot of time on my phone, laptop. So there's lots of things in my life that I need to yeah. work on. But I do have set structures each day where are non-negotiable, like times eating my foods and when I go for a walk and I'm always working on it. Things are never perfect. Like I always say this to my members, like I'm always very honest when when I go off track, yeah. when when I'm finding things hard. So we can all relate to each other. So I think it's key that we do think a bit about ourselves and that will come across to your members, to your family. It'll just benefit you massively. Totally. And I love what you say, the non-negotiables, because yeah. mine is a walk every day with my dogs. Yeah. Like that is my non-negotiable because if I don't do that, I don't feel in the right headspace. Yeah. Mine at the moment is making sure I have my breakfast at a good time and then my brain feels alert to them work. My other thing is I turn my phone off from like nine o'clock at night till 8 a.m. in the morning, you know, like you yeah, can, yeah. I found that really helps me. And then I read before bed, that really helps me with my mind. So then when I enter my next day, I'm ready to go. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, we actually took the decision, me and my wife, to put our phones in a drawer. Yes. Um, it's tough. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. I still slip Mine's up in another room. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so like, you need that space because you just like, yeah. your head just goes in all different directions and you can't focus on one thing. Even if it's a job you love, you mm. need to have a break from it. You need to have a break from exercise. All about balance. And, and what's your opinion on, I've heard this so many times with my clients and just hearing things like when people go on holiday and they go, oh, I fell off the bandwagon. It's not about falling off the bandwagon when you go on holiday, is it? You're going to yeah. enjoy yourself a bit more. You're going to not train as much, but it's about when you come home to just get straight back into your, your routine, yeah. isn't it? And not feel guilty. Because there's a lot of guilt around not training or yeah. not being in that routine all the time. But like you said, things change, don't they? And you're very open when you go off track or whatever, yeah. but that's life, isn't it? So what's your kind of take on the holiday thing? Because I think that's where a lot of people do struggle as well. We firstly build foundations for our clients. I think you touched on this a few moments ago that we want to build foundations that they have a good structure of health and fitness in their mm -hmm. life. They feel that they can go on, they could book a holiday at any point in the year. So they could book a holiday next week and not mm -hmm. feel that they had to starve themselves or train yeah. for the next yeah. seven days to get to that holiday. It takes a bit of time to build into your life, mm -hmm. but we feel that that's part of our process. It's not a quick shred. We build your lifestyle so you feel good all the time. I go on holiday now mm -hmm. and I won't train for a week yeah. because I know I need a break. I won't feel guilty. Of course, I'm not going to go overboard and go crazy every single night. Your body tells you when you should slow down and yep. stop eating and stuff like that. I will enjoy myself. Yep. I will have a three-course meal. I will have a couple of beers. Yep. A bit of balance is great. And when I'm back off my holiday, we will put it to our members. When they come back, they need to just be accountable and then turn up. Because I think a lot of people think that, as you say, they've fallen off the bandwagon and then they don't show up. As long yep. as you show up, you're back. You're back in the right mind space and you're ready to go. It's just that first workout, isn't it? Yeah, Getting that first get workout in and then you go, oh, I feel great. And I always find like, don't think about doing it. Think about how it makes you feel yeah. after. And if you think about that, you'll do it. A part of Mind and Wellness, we have a live yoga class on a Saturday morning. So many of the members kind of won't join. And I've had feedback going, oh, I was kind of sat in my pyjamas and I did think, but then I thought, oh no. I was like, joining your pajamas. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? Just get on that mat. And then when they have, they're like, oh, I feel so much better. It's trying not to overthink it into it. Just do it because the after feeling is so much better. Definitely. 
I did it this morning. So coming to this podcast, we mm. had a meal last night. Yeah. First time in Liverpool, a couple of beers. I'd already planned to go to the gym this morning. Yeah. Woke up, my mind's going, don't go, don't go. Yeah. But I went, I knew I had to go because it puts me in the right headspace yes. for when I'm about to work. Dusted myself down, got the gym gear on, went down and I feel absolutely so fantastic. Much better. Be consistent. Patience, like enjoy it. Things take time. and Things do take time. People expect things to happen overnight. And for me, this whole journey has took me over 10 years to get to a point where I go, these are my daily habits. These are yeah. my non-negotiables. This is my routine to become the best version of me. And it's took me like 10 years mm. to kind of figure that out. It's about just taking the pressure off yourself, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and just enjoying the process. We always say to our members, like, why do you go to your favourite pub or favourite restaurant? Because you enjoy being there. You enjoy mm. being around the people. So we want our gym environment to be somewhere that you want to come. We have workshops, we have events, nights out and stuff. People actually want to come here yeah. and enjoy coming here. And actually, it doesn't matter how you're feeling the night before. Mm. Every single member that comes in, as soon as they come in, after the first five, ten minutes, everybody always says, I'm so glad that I came yeah. in today. Because I, I was feeling a bit crap, a bit down, and this is just perked me right up and it's, yeah and it's you just exactly never regret I it i think a lot of people think that you, everyone that goes to the gym trains like a maniac mm. like me my wife members we have days we're maybe a bit tired mm. and we just maybe need to go there just to feel a bit better it yeah. might not be the best workout i've ever done surround myself with the right people and it'll help me with the rest of the day the rest of the week not every workout has to be the best workout you've just got to kind of tick the box and yeah. be consistent and that all then builds up for me i suffer from anxiety so I find, and this is something I've found out within my training, is if I do lots of high intensity workout, it makes my anxiety a lot worse. Mm -hmm. So for me, I know I need to meditate daily. I know I need to walk daily. I wanted to kind of get more strength back. So weight training is yeah. like the perfect thing for me, but actually doing like a HIIT workout for me just isn't right for my mental health. So it's something that I figured out, but if you're an outlooker looking in and you're starting a fitness journey, you might feel that you have to just do HIIT workouts. 30 minutes of HIIT workout and then you're going to get this yeah. body. There's so much more to training, isn't there, than just HIIT. It's getting better with the fitness world, obviously, yeah. with crazy programmes that have been yeah. out there. I talked about like six-week programmes and crazy diets. Mm. Like everyone's different. Everyone that comes to our gym, they are totally different. They're all... Yeah individuals we all have different sports or we'd have different hobbies and we like different types of exercise mm. we're like-minded people but it's really important that we make sure that they do things that firstly they enjoy yeah they obviously learn new things but even myself like i've been training now for a long long time i've still got lots to learn i learn new things about my body all the time yeah i love that you say that because when i was working in the fitness industry i found it quite just everyone well a few people i came across was a bit like this is the only way you should train. So you should just do CrossFit or yeah. you should just do strength training yeah. or you should just do HIIT. That's all you should do. I like doing a little bit of everything. Yeah, so yeah. I was getting injuries from running. So I kind of knew it's not something that I could sustain. So for me, taking that to walking, now I'm not running a marathon, walking's absolutely fine for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So and I can put the odd run in when I feel I want to run. I love swimming. And then for me, meditating, yoga, a little bit of everything. Because we are all different. We've yeah. all had different upbringings. We've all, you know, had different things. Like some people might have been into athletics when they were a child. Some people might not be. Yeah. They might be intimidated by fitness. So it's about listening to them, isn't it? And then 
giving them the best program possible. My experience starting the fitness industry, it was everyone I worked with was into like bodybuilding and stuff like that, which is fine, which I took a lot of good points from, but it just wasn't for me. And Mm. I actually thought about leaving the fitness industry because I thought that was what you had to do. You had to go into shows and you had to take your top off and always wear tank tops and be ripped. And it just wasn't sort of what I was wanting to do. I wanted to feel better. Yeah, of course I wanted to look good, but I wanted to feel better. I just wanted to have energy and Mm. it just wasn't. And it kind of scared me a little bit and it put me off. It's just, um, so yeah. Just you don't need to put your body under so much pressure every single day. And the thing is with walking as well, we're in our fat burning zone anyway. So, But this is what a lot of people don't understand. Like if they are on a weight loss journey, they think they've got to sweat so much. There you're going into a high intensity, which is your fitness level. But actually, if you just pull it down slightly, you're in your fat burning yeah. zone. So walking is absolutely yeah. perfect. So if you've got a dog, that is the best thing to get out walking every single day. I think there is a lot to be said about the fitness industry. I think there's a lot that probably needs correcting about the fitness industry. But it's just amazing that you're changing that for your members and your clients and you're kind of taking them on this experience mm-hmm where, you know, it's a lifestyle and it makes them feel better. Because that's the main thing, isn't it? We all want to feel good. We want our members to leave us with a smile, feel happy and just appreciate that they can do it. And it doesn't, as you say, have to be so intense that they can't do it. Like we've all got busy lifestyles. Mm -hmm. We're not going to be in the gym five, six times a week. Hopefully I can pass on all my experience to them. They can enjoy the experience. Mm. Community side of things is massive for us Mm. as it is for you. There's no limit to their fitness and their health and their happiness. It'll just keep getting better and better. And yeah, I've learned so much as well. Uh, We've got over 100 members now. Is like I learned so much off them as well. Like we chat in the groups. As you mentioned there, like your mind as well. Like I come from this world, meditation, yoga, it is mind into body where your body into mind because you work out your body, but your mind still feels amazing and it feels stronger. And I have really witnessed this recently as I've got back into strength training. I will admit like after being in the fitness industry, working as a PT, I fell out of love with it. Like you said, it's like everyone was so obsessed with certain physiques and stuff. And I was like, I'm not in it for that. It just makes me feel good. But since I've been going back strength training, again, in a great gym as well, which sounds very similar to yours, I'm becoming stronger, which then I feel stronger in my mind. And it's just really made me realise that it's all important. Yeah, there's not one set way. Exactly, exactly. There's not a, a script you need to follow. I always think that what's really impressive for me, instead of, scaring people off and having like, I don't know, like the women's or men's health being yeah. somebody in extremely good shape. You should mm-hmm. put somebody who is maybe a mother of three, has a busy working life schedule, yeah. but still manages to keep yeah. fit and happy because that's much more impressive to me. This is a completely other <laughs> chat, but when we go into those magazines, I did them all in my 20s mm-hmm. and half of it's all airbrushed anyway. So, yeah. you know what I mean? It's not real. And yeah, this yeah. is the thing, this is what I always say to people like, I've been in that world and I've been on those magazines and I was airbrushed. So that wasn't the true me. And I think putting that out to the world is really scary. So I love your take on that. Yeah, put a mum of three on who's, you know, trying to work, still working out and feeling good and having a big smile on the face. I think that is more appealing. And it also relates to to people. Like I've bought the Men's Health magazine and I've been like, God. How do you get like that? Just this? pressure, isn't yeah. it? It's just pressure that we all don't want. And that's how I am with mind and wellness. My community, I'm really honest about my whole journey. Cool. Like I'm really honest of my life and, and the way it's unfolded. And like you said, when you have times when 
you fall off. I'm the same with meditation or yoga when I've not done it. I yeah. know I'm not the best version of me. And I'm really honest about that. It's real, isn't it? Yeah, totally. If I have a busy week, I know I'm not going to get in the meditations. I want maybe the strength training. But what I'll do, I'll just tick the boxes. I'll yeah. make sure I eat what I need to eat. Be prepped. That's another mm, thing, definitely. isn't it? Do my walking and then that's enough for that week. Yeah. I want to actually go back to what you were saying as well about rest because that is so important, isn't it? That people don't realise that when they're training, rest is just as important, maybe even more important, yeah. like the sleep aspect. I have generally learned the very, very hard way. Like I've had back surgery, got nerve damage in my foot oh, because right. I did not take rest very seriously. I was always taught from a young age that more is better. And actually when you're designing a training plan for somebody yeah i can see the client's eyes when like i actually say rest is the most important thing they're yeah. like rest when you're training you need to make sure that you're having rest for various different reasons yeah. not just to rest your body but to spend time with your family and stuff yeah. or whoever that may be so so important mm. that your body is not overwhelmed and pressure put in it because mm. not only your body will break down your mind will break down and totally um it's actually the first thing that i think about now when i put it into a plan yeah when is your rest days when are you going to chill because if you don't you won't have an energy you won't be the best version of yourself mm. as the weeks go on probably come to a plateau and you potentially will. not continue what you're doing totally you so will i think i learned that when i did the marathon is like i was resting more than i was training yeah. towards going yeah. into the marathon honestly the marathon for me was like it unlocked something for yeah. me which i'm so so grateful for because it was a real mind thing for me to kind of get through i was never a good runner but I was like, I can do this. But yeah, as I got towards like the end of it and it was coming up and the amount of rest I had to have compared to the training, I was like, this can't be right. Yeah, how does this work? Yeah, but it actually really worked. So when I came to the day, I was really ready to yeah. run. And I really enjoyed the whole experience. And also getting that really good quality sleep was just amazing. I'll be honest, that's something I do battle with. Firstly, as a personal trainer, yeah. no personal trainer will say that you've got early starts. Yeah. Like that's what burnt me out. That's why I stopped oh, doing it. <laughs> God, I'm up at half past four. I love getting up early, but I am up at half past four every morning. As I say, like I have a lot of things to work on as well. Like, mm. so I'll be very honest about that. Like my aim for the next six months of owning this business is to obviously build the business, but maybe have a bit more time for myself so yeah. I can run the business a little bit mm -hmm. better. I have been that person who has trained, always mm. thought that more training is better. Hopefully now I can take my experience with injuries and mm. pain and stuff that I've had and yeah. direct them in the way that, that they should go down. I don't regret having these injuries. Yeah, they can be a bit of a pain at times, but I feel that I've learned a lot from them and I can pass a lot on to direct someone into the right path. You know, like you're saying, the injuries, it's, it's coming from a sports back ground isn't it that you were in when you were younger back then it was all about push 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 but yeah. I do feel within that industry now they are starting to look at sleep rest yoga yeah. for athletes now you know yeah. football yeah. clubs yeah. now aren't they they've got yeah. yoga pilates everything like that they have their team meditating as yeah. well so they are looking at it as a whole package now instead of pushing and just training so much so I do feel like we've come such a yeah. long way when we're in that program of train 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 it's so hard to get ourselves out of it because like you said we might feel guilty for not training but it's just about implementing that's why I always feel having a coach is the best way because yeah. they're there for you to bounce the ideas off but also you've got your plan so as long as you just try and tick off the boxes that you yeah. need to and notice that yeah I've got to sleep a little bit more this week I've got to have a little bit more downtime the more you do it the more it becomes a habit and then 
it becomes part of your life. Place, yeah. Coaches understand as well, like they're all human. We've yeah. all done the same things. We have had these experiences. Mm. Like a bad example is commercial gyms. Like we used to like take three, four classes a day. You'd be taking two spins yeah. a day. You'd be taking yeah. a body pump class. You'd feel like you had to do your own training. Yes. Um, the kind of apprenticeship as such is what I had. Mm. It was a good experience, but there was a lot yeah. of pressure. I was exactly the same. When I first working as a PT, I was doing spin. You know, I was teaching so many yoga classes as well as having my clients. Yeah. And you end up just burning yourself out. You can't yeah, you sustain that lifestyle. Then you can't pass that on to your clients because it's not healthy. It's yeah. that overtraining, isn't it? So for the business, what have you got coming up in the near future for Gym on the Square? So we are looking to provide more of an experience for our members. So we are planning workshops. One in particular Mm -hmm. is with someone called Lynette Gray. Oh, I know Lynette. Yeah. So Alistair, who is on one of our podcasts in the future, and he's my coach, uh, Lynette's his sister. Perfect. Yeah. So lovely, lovely girl. And I'm really looking forward to working with her. Oh, amazing. Um, so we have... She's gorgeous, isn't she? Honestly, yeah. Lynette and Alistair and the whole coaching community, I've never met everyone in person. It's all been virtual. Um, we all connect online and they are a really beautiful, beautiful community as well. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to what she can bring yeah. to our members. So yeah, so that's one exciting thing. And we also work with a mentor, Chris Bradley, right. um, who as a business, we are mentored and we are going to continue to provide the best service oh. for members and clients. So we need to learn and be educated as mm-hmm. well. Also with the help with our sponsors, Vodafone yeah. on Princess Street in Edinburgh. We are very local in the community. So the guys who own the franchise at Vodafone Princess Street came through a recommendation from our current members, as most of our members do. We've set up such a good relationship with them and Mm -hmm. they love the gym, they love training, we've changed their life and they just wanted to be part of it even more. So it's great. So we've actually got a few sponsors that are our members because they love the place that much. So, so yeah, they're going to help us planning events going forward because they do a lot of events like student events and work events and stuff like that. So yeah, hopefully it can be a great relationship going forward. Amazing. You just seem to be doing such a good job that the fact that your members want to sponsor you. So, (laughs) you know, absolutely incredible. And um, if anyone is in Edinburgh and they want to come to your gym, how can they get in touch with you or, you know, find you basically? So we, Gym on Square on Instagram, Mm -hmm. Facebook if you're on it, or we have a website, gymlessquare.com. We are on Charlotte Square, which is, as I say, that's a really heritage site of Edinburgh. So it's where the First Minister's garden is. Bang in the city centre, you're more than welcome to pop in. I can't wait. I'm definitely going to make a trip. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a nice area. Uh, Well, I just want to say, number one, a huge thank you for coming on the podcast, but also a huge thank you for doing what you're doing, you know, at Gym on the Square, because this is what the fitness industry needs more of. I just want to say a huge thank you and just keep doing what you're doing and rippling out your effects because it's obviously helping a lot of people. Thank you for having me on. And I really appreciate you having me on. And thanks for for your time. No problem. Thank you. The Mind and Wellness Recap. So that's episode two done. And I hope you found that helpful and how important exercise is or to add to the 10.3 million people that already have a gym membership in the UK. That's roughly 15% of the population. For further help and guidance and mini workout routines, visit nhs.co.uk and help improve your fitness and wellbeing. And regular tips also feature on the at Mind and Wellness UK Instagram. Next time, we'll move focus to episode three and episode four 
as we look further in detail under the banner of our Living With episodes, covering conditions that many people suffer from or are unaware they are suffering from and how any barrier shouldn't get in the way of you growing and shining every day. Search at Mind and Wellness UK on Instagram and TikTok for more tips, advice and exclusive content. See you next Monday for episode three of the Mind and Wellness podcast. Take care. Get exclusive content, help and advice on Instagram and TikTok. Search at Mind and Wellness UK.